0: Hello and welcome to the MetaPod and Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. Not a lot of meta today, but all of my sports, Sean, have finished their seasons.
1: Huzzah! You're you are free. You're free, Jake.
0: Well, not exactly. I'm still uh I mean, school's over, my sports are done, but I'm, do, I'm doing things like updating record books, updating bios of like okay. awards, stats, you know, stuff like just cleaning you house. Have, you have bookkeeping left to do. Yeah, it's very it's much, much nicer because this doesn't really have like a deadline or anything like that. So today I just like did nothing <laughs> sports related. I just did like content stuff related. I've been putting things together and releasing things and it's it's. It also was great to sleep in without an alarm waking me up. Sean, how are you?
1: I, I am good. Uh, I'm back. I was traveling last week for everybody that got the All Jake pod last week, the, the wonderful All Jake pod. Um, that yeah, I was out last week in Dallas. So we were we were gonna record. actually, I had I actually brought my uh, one of my mics and everything. but it was like the place I was at. it just was not optimal. For recording there was other humans and and dogs i don't care but other humans talking and it was not great so there
0: was plenty of enough news that came out both like in the, the entire world and japan that like i was able to throw something together although the show i feel like we had the same amount of topics but the sh- the show was cut in half because because it's just me talking about it. Yes, I have nobody to bounce ideas or laugh at my jokes or like whatever. <laughs> so it was very lonely. But it was good. It was good. We made it. We made it.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, this week we actually have a, a few topics. I think you did briefly talk about one of the topics last week. Some of the target stuff. I think I heard when I was yes. listening back.
0: Yeah. The the news. I I talked about the news breaking okay. of Walmart. Um. I think it was just Walmart at the time. Okay. No, no, no. no. Was just, it just Target? One knows? of the two stores had announced that they weren't selling Pokemon cards anymore. And then since last week, the other store said that they weren't going to. And now we have more information on yes, you know, on that. And plus many other things. We've got a couple like short topics to talk about of like things that have just happened in the Pokemon community. That stuff. And then also some growing information that myself included and probably a majority of people have no idea what this new thing coming out is about but Sean has Sean has the lowdown I I have
1: I will I I dare to say that I am a bit of an expert in this the space we're talking about is NFTs I know that we were uh, tiptoeing around the terminology but if you don't know what that is I'll explain it when we get to the topic but I dare say I'm an expert, and I will reveal my creds on that front when we talk about it.
0: And then also, um, Magic the Gathering had some big recent news just come out, and Sean and I both think that this recent news, Sean knows more about it than I do, but like, I've heard a little bit about it, and I haven't been able to do much studying because I literally just learned about it like an hour before this podcast. But I, I, we both think that it's impactful to Pokemon, potentially. We both think that this has some sort of impact in the Pokemon sphere, so that'll be an interesting conversation to start.
1: Yeah, when the biggest Um, card game in the world, competitive card game, makes an announcement like this, it will have implications across the industry, potentially.
0: So Yeah, you can't help as the rest of the world but to listen. But, Sean? Yes? You know what we do need to talk about? Something wonderful. Let's kick off with something wonderful. Let's talk about our next five-star review that we got to read all right
1: all right switching us over here the five-star review today actually comes from jabberwocky jab um i can't make this one larger because it's not enough but it's this oh, one here it doesn't
0: have a more thing it doesn't
1: have a more when you have more you. i'll get
0: zoom in on it on, on the uh, oh, okay. youtube video
1: you you got that editing skill but this one uh this is a great one it says good gf pod so at first you might read that and think oh good girlfriend pod but no no that GF stands for gluten free, and uh, you know, deep cut listeners will will maybe remember that I have mentioned that I have I am gluten free and celiac myself. Uh, so this one says, "Good gluten free pod, the best gluten free pokey cast on the market." <laughs> My celiac has never been happier. Happier. In all seriousness, good content and fun tournaments.
0: So uh, does does that mean that we are the only gluten-free celiac <laughs> podcast, Pokemon TCG podcast out there.
1: uh I don't want to. I don't know that other people. But if nobody else mentions it, I wonder if being gluten-free is the kind of thing. It's like being ve- vegan or vegetarian. They don't stop talking about it. So, like, I feel like you would know, right? <laughs> right?
0: I mean, other- you almost have never talked about it.
1: I, I maybe have mentioned it once or twice. I feel I like think
0: maybe. As a joke, mm-hmm. yeah, like I mentioned that I wanted some pizza or something, or and I was whatever. like, Oh, I, I haven't had know.
1: pizza in a million years, but <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's funny, I just thought of a uh uh a little pun here. We're you know, we you know, the rest of the internet can have Celio's network right here, we're Celiac's network, so
0: Celiac's network, you hear that, Luke? We're coming I'll, for your brand. I'll
1: see myself out now with that bad joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, uh, thank you for that review, Jabberwocky. And uh, we got to have, Jake, now that you are done with the majority of your school sports stuff, we got to figure out when we want to have the next tournament, the next Metapod tournament.
0: Oh, man. First, it's me trying to figure out my job. Like, what am I going to do now that I'm about <laughs> to be done with sports? Like, what do I do? And now Sean's like, you know what? Let's do this. But no, yeah, we d- we really do need to do another tournament again because that was that was a ton of fun. It was yeah. a ton of fun.
1: I think that there's enough enough that has changed since that it'll be interesting to see what's different.
0: I kind of want to wait for chilling mm-hmm. rain. We could do that. I mean, it, we
1: could do whatever we want, right? And so I almost, we might do
0: that. Sean, want to wait for like literally release day of chilling rain.
1: Oh snap! Well, so I guess yeah, we don't have to go by standard, not standard, right? Yeah, we, we don't have like, to
0: do like the we don't have to do like what we did last time where it's just like a band tournament. Like what if this time we just did day one. Yeah. Day one, day one, chilling rain.
1: Spend all of, we'd probably like do it on Saturday.
0: This. Cause that releases on Friday, right?
1: Yeah. It usually releases on it's Friday. Probably wait
0: until Saturday.
1: If we did that, if we did that Saturday though, we would have to like, <laughs> Oh my God, it would be so rude. Cause it'd be like, Hey everybody spend all your money to get the most expensive cards the day after release
0: go uh yeah that that might not be the best idea
1: but you know i I agree with you though i do want to wait for chilling rain maybe that's like a good thing so keep an eye an ear out for that listeners and an eye out on youtube
0: uh ha yes because i have to upload i i'm ncaa championships jake is super busy jake forgot to upload a video or two so tonight before this podcast airs we should be up to
1: date (laughs) um should be so Jake, uh I know you wanted to make uh like chat a little bit about another topic before we get into a new card announcement. Specifically stream sniping. What 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 uh, there's
0: been some Twitter drama <laughs>
1: over the last week, but what what did you want to say about the topic?
0: I just like I personally don't have a uh what's the word that I'm looking for? I personally don't have a like Stake of like in the fight. who's right, who's wrong. I wasn't there. I don't think you should cheat. But as a a lot of people, I saw a lot of people say like streamers should cover their hand, or like I'm going to make a tournament where if you stream, you have to cover your hand, or whatever. And if you think about that as a streamer, like personally, for anyone who watches Twitch and YouTube, look at the different content creators that you watch. And look at also the top content creators as well. Tricky Jim, Azul, you know, like Pumpka Amy as well right now, she's yeah. she's huge. She's over 100 people average in TCG stuff. They don't have hand, they don't have hand covers. And it's, it's more entertaining and more beneficial as a streamer to have no hand covers or whatever. Because like, there's two reasons that people want to watch a content creator, whether that's uh, League of Legends or, you know, just chatting or Pokemon, whatever. There's two reasons that people want to watch. Reason number one, they like the content creator. You know, I watch uh, people probably watch me because they like me, (laughs) not necessarily because I'm good at video games, because guess what? The channel name is Atrocious Gameplay. (laughs) There is no good at video games over here. The second reason is because they want to learn something. There's a reason that, you know, Henry brand cannot stream for gosh. I'm, I think like three months or whatever. And the other night he went live and he had like 50 people watching him. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a world champion. People want to learn. I mean, Henry brand is a great guy. Don't get me wrong. He's really cool. I've talked to him, but like he, if he was not a world champion, right? If he was like me, You know, if I didn't stream for three months and then all of a sudden just decided I want to stream, I don't think I could pull, you know, as many people as that, even though I'm pretty sure I have more followers on Twitch than Henry Brand. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it. that's just the thing. People either want to watch you to learn something or they want to watch you to support the person you are themselves. A lot of times in the Pokemon trading card game, you know, for these top players, you know, like Azul. Azul is a huge brain. Tricky Dream, a huge brain, you know, in the game they're very very well established players people want to learn from them you know I watch Azul to learn and because I like him as well so like if not saying that if like Azul had a hand cover up and Andrew Mahone didn't that doesn't deter. that doesn't automatically determine like who me personally would watch mm-hmm. but for a lot of people that might determine it you know that might be the The thing and so like I think it's I think that idea I think it was brushed away by the person who said it I can't remember who it was like exactly off the top of my head because it's been like 24 hours and I've slept but I just think ideas like that are out the window and and streamers know like if they don't cover their hand like there is potential that someone could snipe them you know there's a lot of I think it's just I think it's just dumb I you shouldn't cheat anyways that's the bottom line I mean, yeah. That's, I, uh, you just shouldn't cheat. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. I'm not a TO. I've never been a judge. I'm not a Pokemon professor. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you do if you're a T. I'm sure it's a very difficult decision, but it's not one, it's not mine to make. It's not mine to make. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not making the decisions.
1: I mean, ultimately, I think it it all kind of starts coming back to the fact that none of this is was ever designed
0: to work this way. Right? Yeah. The, PTCGO yeah. was not designed to be streamed.
1: No, it just wasn't, right? Like the idea that yeah. like and PTCGO was never designed to have a system like Limitless, where you have to friend every person you want to have a, a match with, because it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense, right? it's just, if there's a lot of legwork involved on every player for every match. You have friend lists that are capped, so people have to like two
0: hundred fifty people. Right.
1: And so if you're one of these people, like Cashman or somebody else, who plays in a lot of tournaments, I'm sure Cashman is constantly deleting people from his friend list, and he's probably re-added some people five, ten times at this point. And yeah
0: i mean whenever i join a tournament i always delete the people after i play them unless it's like my local team challenge or whatever and you know like i delete the person right after i play them if i don't know
1: Yeah, and and just when you have stuff like that and then you start streaming like if this was actually designed to be like this then you would have a setting where you could be anonymous with your name right mm-hmm. and then people wouldn't necessarily know who they're playing against directly so it would be
0: harder to stream snipe not impossible but much harder like games like apex and stuff have that yeah i don't know if apex does
1: well fortnite has like some anonymous battle
0: royale style games have that
1: yeah it's just it kind of comes down to the fact that like we're sort of expecting the community to act a certain way but like that's sometimes that expectation is lovely but not realistic and then to also expect there to be you know the perfect response from a TO perspective is also just kind of like all you're asking uh, for me, I think it's asking a lot for a system that was never designed to work this way. And everyone's just doing their best
0: for the most part. I mean, if you, if you have an expect, here's what I recommend. If you have an expectation that everybody's going to follow the rules or everybody's going to be nice. And that is, that is what you think is going to happen every single time. Go to the uh, Twitter account, PTCGO posting L's or whatever it is. Have you seen that, Sean?
1: I, that probably at some point.
0: It's it's just an account where people get, like, super mad or super salty or whatever of losing. And mm. then they, like, or, like, whatever. I think it, there was a post the other day of, like, somebody was trying. They were, they were like, they lost the, the match, but they were clicking it as a win. Uh-huh. And so like, they were trying to get it so when the timer ran out for the round, they would be the one listed as the winner. Uh, and it, it it's a ridiculous, but that I mean that happens all the time. like the, the, things like that people people suck because we're all behind computers. <laughs>
1: yeah, which we'll actually get into a little bit of uh, why being behind computers may not be the future. Uh, at the very end with, with yeah some magic stuff but jake we will get it out of the waters of uh of what i think is like a potentially dangerous discussion and talk about a new card let's let's talk about a new card real quick shall we
0: we're diving into the <laughs> waters of evie i like how you said the waters i was hey. like oh god i hope he brings it to the melodic i please 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 Got please got it but anyways there was a new melodic announced on ev heroes and usually we don't talk about cards until like set releases a lot of times some of our longtime listeners may know that but i think this is a one there hasn't been a lot of pokemon information in the last week so i wanted to bring some pokemon news um and this card is actually really really cool this melodic here a stage one rapid strike melodic whenever your opponent plays a supporter card from their hand The ability says prevent all effects of that card done to you uh, or your hand. Yeah. A supporter card from their hand prevent all effects of that card done to you or your hand. I think that's very interesting, Sean.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a very obvious, you know, what this counters there's one card that this counters that's very obvious and and i think that we talked about this briefly and i think everybody else listening a lot of people might know like marnie right if you have this on the bench when i I think when your opponent plays marnie they would still shuffle their hand into their deck and draw five but you would do nothing
0: um no i think it's i think Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I'm like trying to register that in my brain. Yes, it's not a scenario that happens often. Like you have to, you have to shuffle something and put it at the bottom of your deck, in order. One of. Or I no 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 no. I think it's like I think it's both. Hold on. It's I think I think
1: it's um either player, like you know one player has to be able to. Yeah. Both
0: players have a zero card hand after Barney is played. I don't. Nothing happens.
1: that is an official ruling. You are correct on that. At least one player has to have a card in their hand after Marnie is played. So,
0: yeah, to be able to play like to be like it's not like yeah. Archies where you like play that card and you have a zero card hand. It's not like playable. if you play Marnie and neither of you have cards, I I don't think you're allowed to play Marnie to be honest. Yeah. I I don't think you're allowed to play it at all.
1: No, you're you're right. I don't think you would be allowed to play it. I think you would the point would be like no, you you can't play Marnie I don't have I don't have any cards in hand <laughs> either. So, but this would prevent
0: grand your... ball, grand ball auto win.
1: <laughs> so this I think would prevent your hand from being messed with by Marnie, which also ace trainer and expanded. Uh, yes. So like ace, what does ace trainer do? Is that the one that ace trainer and, and
0: I'm pretty sure.
1: Okay. Yeah. And so those are the ones that manipulate your hand, which are really good. And mm-hmm. it, it only does for supporters. So reset stamp still gets through this,
0: but Bars is out. Yeah. Um, trying to think of other control cards that I've played. Uh, Um, But that's pretty much, that's, oh yeah, Jesse and James. I mean, I think Jesse and James is banned in expanded, but like in standard, for the small time that this would be in standard, you know, that, that prevents that.
1: So, I mean, I think this is a good card, seemingly in both standard and expanded. If your deck wants to go find you specific cards, right? Like you can't play this in a greens deck because it's an ability, but you could play this with, um, cards that let you go search your deck for individual cards. Like, Oh, what, what's the supporter that I don't think it's standard legal anymore, but you got to go get three cards from your deck and your turn ended.
0: Uh, Steven's resolve. Yes. Yeah,
1: Steven's resolve. Or you could play this with something like Togekiss
0: rapid Strike artillery,
1: right? Rapid strike, but, or like Togekiss Vmax, right? Which like you search yeah. your deck for two cards. So the, mm-hmm. what makes those decks bad is because you might be you play a slower game where you get the perfect cards in hand to manipulate your opponent's hand or to manipulate their board state. But the problem is with Marnie it's just like Marnie's kind of a two to four of in almost every deck. So you're like this this is pointless.
0: Wait a minute. Um, um Let me pull back up Marnie TCG player. Like actually what does Marnie's actual text say? Because like This doesn't affect your hand. Does this say that you have to, each player shuffles their hand and puts it at the bottom of your deck. If either player puts card at the bottom of the deck and this, okay, so I think you would still be able to play Marnie, but it would just be for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, you would still play Marnie, but you would draw the cards and you would shuffle, but your opponent could just sit there
0: with, yeah, but if you had game. no cards with the Marnie and they had a Melodic, I don't think you would be able to play Marnie.
1: Exactly, because your opponent wouldn't put any cards on the bottom, and you. Yeah, have neither
0: any player would be putting cards at the bottom of the deck. So yeah. that's an interesting interaction. You know, to think about it, in my opinion.
1: One other card that I haven't heard talked about, it, maybe it did get talked about on Twitter, and it just over my head. Pokemon Ranger and ADP. Does this stop Pokemon Ranger in Expanded? It says prevent all effects of the card done to you or your hand. It says you though, and Pokemon Ranger is you. And when you take extra prizes with ADP, the the text the card text reads you take an extra prize, not your opponent gives an extra prize, right?
0: So so I think this so would block if you Pokemon if Ranger. you got if you when you alter creation if you had Melodic down,
1: they can't Pokemon
0: yeah, Ranger. Yeah, a, a- trainer wouldn't work anymore, to my understanding.
1: So I don't. I haven't heard anybody talk about this, but I think this card, you know, m- would have the negative effect of making something like a Pokemon Ranger a bad, a, you know, not a good counter. Or
0: I said Ace Trainer. I meant po- I yeah. meant uh, Ranger.
1: So that's one other thing that I don't think people have really thought about. As much as people love the. Ability yeah, I've to never stop heard Mania any. In-
0: I haven't seen that yet. I'm gonna have to tag Will, post in a tweet, and see if that works.
1: Okay. You could tag them from the Metapod account if you want.
0: Yeah, I'm going to do that. I would be like, hey, does this card work? Or does this interaction work? Check out the Metapod. at Metapod TCG on Twitter.
1: (laughs) That's that's To
0: find the answer. Um, We'll never discuss this again on the podcast. You'll have to check out the Twitter. If you tweeted him
1: now, Jake, through the Metapod Twitter, and we get an answer back before the end of the pod, we'll come back to it, folks.
0: Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. Let's do that. (laughs) I can do that. Um, Sean, let's jump into the next topic per se let's jump yeah. into the um which one do you want to talk about
1: the the walmart and target stuff
0: um because that's a video do you want to jump on the nfts real quick because i will i will have to well
1: what i'll do jake is you can because jake you have you seen this video
0: no i have not seen the video okay we'll i jump... haven't pulled up remember so then we can hear the audio together per se
1: okay i'll jump into nfts while you're tweeting and i'll do a quick explanation Yeah,
0: please explain NFTs for anyone who doesn't know, because honestly, I don't even know what NFT stands for.
1: So, uh, the reason we wanted to cover this is NFTs, non-fungible tokens, if you really want to know what the acronym means, but NFT is fine. That's enough information on that front. Um, They've taken off recently. They're basically, um, think of them right now as a digital collectible. So... You know, In the art world, you have physical art that is signed by an artist. You have Pokemon cards that you know they're real because they're designed in such a way that like, yeah, that's how you know it's a real Pokemon card. And all an NFT is, is a digital file of some sort that has some verification on it that says, this is the legit thing. Because we all know you can take any video, any GIF, any JPEG, and just duplicate it into infinity, right? And then you can share that jpeg around like there's nothing anybody can do, right? But to make that jpeg valuable, if you had some sort of um kind of a, a signature online that said, yeah, no, but this version of the jpeg is the the original or this version of the jpeg is a 1 of 10 version. That is basically what an NFT is. It is a, you know, the type of digital thing that has this underlying signature if you will on it and that's typically you know it's it's backed up by what is a blockchain by a blockchain some of them are on the ethereum blockchain some of them are on a variety of different blockchains that part is just the nuts and bolts of how it works you don't actually need to you really don't need to know how it works to be frank you just need to know that it works um so that is the most broad quick definition of an NFT that I can give, and it is definitely not enough. So I would, I would encourage you all to like do your own research and, and learn about the space if you're interested. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you are also thinking, why would anybody pay any money for a JPEG? Which like that is also fine. That is your right to feel like that. But um, I will tell you my personal opinion about NFTs, and then we'll talk about what it has to do with Pokemon. My personal opinion is. And I, I talked to somebody at a party like this the other day, Jake. I, I said, the art world is massive. And our world, most people, anybody listening to this podcast right now, you are experiencing you know, a part of the world that makes up the majority of our lives now, which is the digital world. You know, Social media, videos on YouTube, podcasts, a lot of our world now is encompassed and housed on the internet. So... The idea that there is a unique form of art that, that exists, that would exist in the realm of the internet is actually not, I think, a wild thought. I think that is a very reasonable idea to say, how do we make art that exists in, in this space that is now becoming one of the most important spaces in our lives? Um, and that's all an NFT conceptually is, is it's a way to create some art or collectability. And you could use NFTs in a lot of different ways, but that's how it's being used right now. So,
0: Anyways, that was a... I just find it interesting because like you talked about art and like I pay for emotes and stuff. Like I commission people. I just commission people for a new like profile picture. Yeah, I mean- And like I technically own the profile picture to an extent. So it's like...
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um the, the value of an NFT would be that you and every NFT can have different Layers of what you actually own. Some NFTs, if you buy it, you actually buy the distribution rights to the thing as well. So yeah,
0: like, like I like for my profile picture, I think I can use it for like profile pictures and stuff. But if I put it on a t-shirt and sell it, I don't think I'm allowed to do that. No, I th- can, but I would just have to pay more for that image.
1: Sure. Yeah. And, and that's it's not technically an NFT, but like, you know, it's but I would say that um the purpose behind NFTs also goes bigger than that, which is The idea is that it's an object that you own that it's not just personal art. It's like something that you own that you can then resell at a future date. Um, Even if you don't plan to, right. Uh, But it is something that can be resold and that the history of every owner of that object is easily tracked. And, you know, you can go back and look at the pedigree is the art term uh, of all the people who have owned it all the way back to the original owner uh, creator. So, that's, I think, the, the slight difference on like when you commission something. But look, you could commission somebody to make an emote and add in there, hey, and I want to make this emote an NFT so that, you know, I mean, this is an interesting thing for Twitch streamers. Like you could make a rotating cast of emotes that you think to yourself, okay, this is my May 2020 emotes. At the end of the month, I'm then going to go sell those emotes that I had commissioned as NFTs to my fans that like the, the love my streams and so now they can own the emote that I had commissioned and then you would stop using the emote after that right like
0: I don't it's see- so weird because then you like I don't an emote artist more than likely is probably not okay with that right
1: <laughs> I mean an emote artist could be if you talk to the emote artist right and you said when I sell this and you have a contract with them it could be in the smart contract for that which every sale of that emote the original artist gets a percentage of that sale. So you can write smart contracts on NFTs that actually automatically distribute that payout to an artist. So like there's a lot of industries also looking at blockchain technology like music industries so that every time somebody streams or buys a song or sells it or whatever the artist is automatically getting a cut. So you don't have to rely on Spotify negotiating deals. It's just it's automatic.
0: So, so weird. Anyway. If you also Google Pokemon NFTs, be prepared. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it might not be safe for work.
1: We'll show you some of this stuff, but I talked a long time there, Jake. Uh, but You did. Do you uh It was
0: good. You're very knowledgeable on the topic. I, and it's it's weird cuz it's like it's such a different realm. Like we don't we don't have anything really like to base this off of, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I mean
0: For the The, most part. The closest thing there are some aspects that are, but like
1: I mean the closest thing we have are the physical cards, right? So like physical cards are this digital collectible. It's just a piece of paper, so the value is literally what we give it. Yeah. The difference is this is digital. That's kind of it in, in a nutshell. Like, you know.
0: It's so weird. But I'm intrigued to see where this goes though.
1: But like so something that's really interesting, if you remember back to the Logan Paul stuff, I don't really want Logan Paul's face to be on my screen for any <laughs> moment longer than it needs to be. But but he minted a bunch of NFTs, which you'll see here if you're watching on YouTube, that went along with his box break. Now, mm-hmm. this was done at the beginning of March, and at that time NFTs were like almost about to blow up in this moment. So it was still he got he was very early in this world, but and as you can see, like he printed this, it looks like a Pokemon card, but it's him. And he has a couple of versions of it, some of which sold for 38000 a piece, um, all the way down to 300 a piece, which still is, a, in my opinion, that's a lot of money for... So
0: it's still a good chunk of money?
1: Yeah. For like, to be honest, like you have to be a real big Logan Paul fan to give a crap about any of this stuff. So, <laughs> so I'm personally not, that's not for me, but... And then you get into what uh, it, it, this is open sea, which is kind of like this a- is what
0: you would Google, <laughs> yeah. or at least this is what I Googled when Sean mentioned that he wanted to talk about NFTs <laughs> in Pokemon. I'm like, Sean,
1: I- <laughs> so, what are you seeing, Jake? Please describe it to the listeners.
0: Um, so, for anyone who is not watching on YouTube, I am looking at thick Pokemon, and that is thick with two <laughs> C's, and literally it is Maka Pokemon cards. But the Pokemon have a dump truck in the back. They are <laughs> furgocious. They are uh, very thick in in the behind. Um, very. I I don't even know if you consider this safe for work. To be honest, this is this is a. I have a. Can Pokemon like pursue this? Um, this is a weird one where I would say maybe
1: the question is: Is it transformative? right? Because if you would consider this transformative art and it's like you could say this is a parody, right? And it is. I think it obviously is parody.
0: Yes, it's very, it's literally identical to a Pokemon card, except the image is different.
1: I think the what they would get dinged on is that the card is not it, it may be referencing too many things from the original card which is like Pokemon power, but then Feel the Burn is literally... um,
0: Isn't that Charizard's actual ability from base set?
1: Well, no. It's actually Blastoises. They got very lazy. If you read it, as often as you like, you may attach uh, 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 the fire energy and it says it can't be
0: used if Thick Blastoise is asleep. I'm like,
1: wait a minute. It's not a Blastoise. Go to the Blastoise
0: (laughs) card. What does that say? Does that have that ability? It probably has the exact same ability. Yeah.
1: And it's supposed to be Rain Dance, but it's probably...
0: Uh, donk dance
1: but it's literally the same thing right it's the same thing which like to me that's just a clearly the artist is being very lazy
0: here hey Um, (laughs) i mean uh, sean how much is one of these if i was going to buy this thick charizard how much am i paying for it so this will blow people's minds
1: so Right now, its current price is listed at 15 ETH, which is about $51,000. Now, what it's currently listed at does not mean that's what somebody has ever paid for it. Now, if you go down, you can see who actually bought it and for what. Now, it was listed at 20 ETH, canceled at 20 ETH, listed at one ETH, one ETH. So this one, I don't believe has really sold for much. Um, it got transferred. It got sold for fifteen wheat, which <laughs> it's like wrapped ETH is what Weeth is. But like, it, uh, has, it has not sold for that much money. If you want, if but you want,
0: still now. like people are still buying this.
1: Yeah, the all-time average price is listed at around three point one ETH, which is still a lot of money. That's still like ten thousand dollars.
0: So ten thousand dollars for an artist's error, Sean. Dude, it's so. I would, I would argue that, look, if you are just
1: a fan of that dr- dump truck ass, right? If you are a fan of the dump truck, then like, and maybe, oh my gosh, hold on, do I need to buy thick metapod? Sean, please. Can I? <laughs> I mean, six hundred dollars. I don't know if I can. Oh, I could. I don't. Oh, I shouldn't do it, but I kind of want to.
0: I kind of want is to that buy Thick Is that a Thick, thick Caterpie? Like, does that Caterpie up at the stage oh, yeah. one, like, actually look thick? It exists. It's yeah. a little bit covered up by me.
1: There is a Thick Caterpie somewhere. Yeah, here it is. Thick Caterpie. Oh, my God. So, but we could buy Thick Metapod. Thanks, I hate it. So, this one actually, is there anyone that ever sold? So, one actually did sell for 0.25 ETH. And 0.25 ETH, if you're if you're wondering, is like seven or eight hundred dollars.
0: So thick metapod did sell at one point. So oh my god, that thick metapod is worth more than like the PSA ten right. or nine that you bought us. Right. Both of ours combined does not equal the thick metapod,
1: which is dumb. Uh, so, anyways, I think the point of all of this. So I wanted to
0: a. I just wanted to show this on the pod because it's wild. Um, Thanks. Now my pod is getting banned from YouTube.
1: I mean, thick squirtle with those glasses. Mm, yes. Yes, thick squirtle. Yes, daddy. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. But as you can see, anybody watching, there's lots of other... This, That's just what shows up at the top on OpenSea, but there's lots of other like artists doing stuff. Uh, so it's not all a joke. Uh, but the point I bring this up, though, is there has been... I'm, I'm going to get out of this. There has been this question... Jake, of whether or not Pokemon will or should get into the NFT space. And I've been talking a lot, Jake. Now that you have some understanding of what this is conceptually and kind of what is existing, do you think that the Pokemon company will do anything with the idea of digital collectibles?
0: Oh. When you said it as digital collectibles oh because we know like we know that most of pokemon's money every year most of their revenue comes from like plushies yeah merchandise and licensing. stuff and like their whole thing is like merch it's not the video games it's not the trading card game it's it's merch merch in like the uh the 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 plushies and stuff
1: well it's plushy and they also merch through licensing right so they license their yeah. rights out and then other people make like Pokemon cafe stuff or not. Yeah. Like all these like, like little trinkets that you can buy. Like Pokemon
0: Pez. I opened up Pokemon Pez. I don't think you can see them, but I opened up Pokemon Pez dispensers that I had never seen before.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like that kind of stuff is what makes up the majority of the Pokemon company's revenue, which I don't know how many people, you know, I think people might know that, but it's definitely not expected.
0: It's so weird. But do you
1: think that the Pokemon company would ever, I don't think they would license for NFTs, but do you think think they they would would ever make any themselves?
0: I don't. uh, No, pandemic's almost over.
1: (laughs) It's like done. I think
0: if like we had just, if this was a conversation like a year ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. But I feel like now that we're, I don't want to say we're almost done with the pandemic, but like, you know, we're all, most people are getting fully vaxxed now, right? I have two doses, and I'm in the young group. You know, like, people are going back to work. Disney World's, like, opened up again, or whatever. <laughs> I think Disney World's opened, right? I did, the crazy thing, Disney World's been open the whole time, Jake. Oh. It has been open the whole you time! You know what I mean! <laughs> I, do, I do know what you mean. You know what I mean? But, like, things are yeah. things are starting to become back to normal again, and, like, um, for the most part. But, I... I don't think they do it now.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I'm upset that you showed me those pictures <laughs> of those Pokemon.
1: I I will tell you my the reason I brought this up too because I was the one who, who mentioned this topic to Jake in particular. I think that the Pokemon Company is has a history of leaning into techno technological innovations. They just do. Um, they you think about you know. Um, Nintendo does this too, so it may not be, but, you know, a lot of the Pokemon companies' games in the past have featured a lot of kind of experimental
0: technologies. Um, Are you talking about, like, the Game Boy camera and, like, the printer and the... Pokemon Snap with
1: printers, Game Boy camera, you know, 3DS technology, like, leaning into that for the games. Um, Even, like, Pokemon Go with Niantic, right? Like, they saw... There's a game that Niantic made before Pokemon Go, Hardcore Go fans probably know this, but there was a game that they made called Ingress. And
0: Yeah, I've heard of that.
1: I had a bunch of friends here in New York that played it. It was, you know, Ingr- Niantic used to be owned by Google. So they made this game. It was like mostly engineers at Google who played it and like hardcore nerds. But that game was like how the entire world basically got mapped out for Niantic, and then they were able to sell that technology and partner with Pokémon to bring Pokemon into that same architecture. Um, and that was, you know, that's the first real popular AR game ever is Pokemon Go.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know any other AR game besides Pokemon Go, at least like before it, I should say.
1: And so for me, the technology of NFTs, which is like the the ability to have a, a trackable history of ownership of something over time, I think the Pokemon company might actually lean into that. Now they are very cautious when it comes to children because they know that their stuff appeals to kids and they don't want to get into any hot water with any of their stuff about like the sec, right? Like, and Mm -hmm. NFTs are things that are kind of, you know, in that gray area of like, is it a scam? Is it not crypto is in that weird space. So, but I do think eventually when that, the, the strangeness of it all and the um, extreme novelty of NFTs dies down a little bit and there's more applications of it beyond kind of like art gambling. I think they'll lean into it because the idea that you can have a Pokemon that you have a history with that you can then trade or sell or do something with it, give it to somebody else, but it retains that lineage, the pedigree. And so when you breed it, the breeding Pokemon has the history of who it came from I don't know. There's something to that as a game mechanic.
0: Um, It's so weird. Well, like it's against cos though to like sell a Pokemon.
1: Sell, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I mean, look, I I think that the Pokemon company. I'd be surprised if they haven't looked into this technology. Maybe they walk away from it, right?
0: But I'm sure it's on their radar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're one of the biggest companies ever in the history of the world. (laughs) So it's like, I would think that they know about this.
1: Well, the point being, I also, I agree with you. I don't think they'll ever make trading cards in this world.
0: This No, I don't, I don't think they touch it. No,
1: you're not going to touch it with a 10 foot pole because you, you already have the the government saying that the trading card sales are not gambling and there's no way yeah. you want to rock that boat.
0: Yeah. So, speaking of trading cards, Sean, uh-huh. I mentioned it last week about, I think it was Walmart. No, I think it was Target. Target. It was, I don't even remember. One of the two stores shut down, stopped selling Pokemon cards in person. You can only get it. Well, actually, I think at the time they had just shut down Pokemon cards. We had no idea Mm -hmm. how they were going to sell Pokemon cards yet. But now Target has followed suit, said, hey, or Walmart. They both, both of them have said, hey, we're not putting it on the shelves anymore. I need to look at Meijer in my local area. You probably don't know what Meijer is, do you?
1: Grocery store, right?
0: Yeah, it's basically like a Walmart, but the Midwest. Oh, okay. The Midwest style of Walmart. I need to see if they are selling Pokemon cards because it's very similar to Walmart. It's except like I would Walmart, it, I would you know? say that it's classier.
1: It's a classy Walmart Walmart, don't you know? You say that? Yeah. That-
0: I, I need to Well they like never have Pokemon cards anyway, but yeah. like <laughs> anyways. Anyways, they have moved to say that it's only happening online now. Like you can order only Pokemon cards online. They're not doing it on the floor anymore. And I don't know if this video that Sean has pulled up is the main reason. Maybe it's because people are lining up at their doors 7 a.m. and stocking the <laughs> shelves all the time. But this definitely probably played into a factor. And if you've read the YouTube title down there, especially if you're on YouTube, The title of this video is Scalpers Become Violent Over Pokemon and Sports Cards. Dash, end of Walmart and Target selling cards, question mark. So Sean, you can give a little three, two, one or something so then we can both listen to it. Um, I'm gonna
1: play this video for all the watchers and listeners so you can hear everything. So Jake, three, two, and one. Brookfield police responded to a fight in the Target parking lot after one man pulled a gun on a group of men attacking him over sports trading cards. Police arrested the four accused attackers and say the man who pulled the gun is a concealed carry permit holder. No shots were fired and no one was seriously hurt, but Target and Trader Joe's nearby were on lockdown for about an hour. People looking for sports cards just skyrocketed. We talked. Okay. So the rest of it is like the stuff we all already know, which is that it's impossible to find this crap.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I like It reminds me of a couple of years ago down here in Indianapolis, someone someone got shot because they took the last carton of milk.
1: <laughs> I mean, but at least I
0: like the the Kroger.
1: At least milk is is <laughs> has a utility, which is milk. It's milk. I mean, it's stupid. But
0: it's still. Hey, you can't. Can you resell milk for a higher value? Okay, uh, is there is there a huge milk black market or <laughs> second hand like market for milk?
1: I I don't want to I don't want to say what it was like in, in your world at the time that happened, but I probably not. Um, but yeah, this. So clearly, you know, listeners and watchers, uh, I don't think that was the reason, but I think that along with everything else was probably like the last straw that made Target and Walmart be like we're not getting enough stock of this stuff it's too much of a hassle we're done we're pulling the plug on this
0: it's just it's absurd i've refreshed twitter and our mentions are going insane there's a big conversation on the uh oh on the on the tweet that i made of of the, uh, the ruling of Melodic and Alter Creation. Um, I said, if I'm an ADP player and have used Alter Creation with the new Melodic on my bench in an expanded match, would an opposing player's Pokemon Ranger be stopped by Melodic's ability? And Will Post has kindly said, Alter Creation GX is an effect on the player per the rules team, so Melodic should keep Ranger from impacting Alter Creation GX. This is Will Post. This is an actual Pokemon professor. Is he a professor? I know he's. Uh, I know he judges yeah. a lot. I don't.
1: He, he's a, like a long time judge, I believe. So.
0: Oh, Pokemon Professor! It says Pokemon yeah. Professor in his bio. So, is a Pokemon Professor like is and as you said, like, uh, per rules team. So like he can he, it's very, very well known and very very nice and also things like Full Metal Wall. I think as you're seeing get wrecked. Mm. Um. Is saying on there too um i feel like is it saying that it uh i checked with the rules seem to confirm the effects when i'm back oh unsure if all is unsure full metal wall happens as well um but at least alter creation this would stop or this would stop a uh, a ranger, ranger from stopping altercation. Sean, why on earth do you use light mode for Twitter? Oh my god, oh my no, eyes.
1: I've been exposed. What? I've been exposed. <laughs> why do you use light no, mode? Nothing, nothing. You see nothing you monster i i like light mode i i am not i am not a little a little gremlin at heart who likes to sit <laughs> in the dark you i can't believe i trusted you <laughs> you were the chosen one anakin
0: i also use dark mode on youtube i noticed that you don't use dark mode on youtube and it also no. blinded me but i didn't oh. want to call you out until twitter
1: <laughs> um i don't use dark mode on discord does discord have a no light mode i don't use light mode on discord does discord have a light mode
0: does discord have i don't know maybe i've been using dark what does your discord look like uh leak leak our dms i i can't
1: i can't show you because that's not the screen that i have already set up but oh
0: um mine is like all dark (laughs) mine's like all dark if this was a dark mode this would be it
1: okay we got wildly distracted there for a lot of good and bad (laughs) reasons but back to the scalping thing (laughs) <laughs> Back to scalpers, unfortunately.
0: Jake. Back to scalpers. Uh, uh,
1: for me, I, I think that Target and Walmart not selling cards. I think they said that they are going to sell them online, which all that really means is that it's going to make the problem worse because bots are just going to buy everything. Um, it's a weird situation because, like, Pokemon Company, a lot of their sales come through Target and Walmart, right? Yeah. And so if your two largest retailers are saying, we are going to stop selling your product, that is a huge deal for the Pokemon company.
0: Well, they're not going to stop selling the product. They're just going to, I what I think is they're just going to like store it in the warehouses, right? And, and put it in the, the system online. of like, you know, when you order something from like target or Walmart and it's like, check out if it's near your stores You know, it's going to be sold out in at the stores near you, right? Like, if I lived in Arizona, maybe I could get it from the website, but here in Indianapolis, Indiana, it's all sold out. Like, I think that's what's going to happen. It's not necessarily going to be like, they're just going to stop selling it. It's just going to be like, it's not going to you're never going to find it on the shelf and you're never going to be able to ask the people in the back unless you're picking up an order. So you at the store,
1: you have I didn't hear about the fact that you could still buy online and pick up in store.
0: I don't know about the pickup in store. I've never done that at like a Walmart and Target. Mm-hmm. But if that if like I know that I know that you're going to have be able to find it online like you or you're going to have to be able to you're going to have to buy it on the Target and Walmart websites.
1: So they they will continue to sell it on the website. Interesting.
0: Yeah, they'll continue to sell it on the websites, but they won't. They you you'll never be able to get it at the store. Yeah. Like, and absolutely. I don't know. I don't know if they do like pickup locations. I never. I because I'm like poor. I never do like pickup stuff or whatever or like order your groceries because I I gotta save yeah, money, I Sean. You
1: no, know, it's fine. I, I I don't do it either. Um. So the one thing that Sam, my partner, actually mentioned about this though is they. They did say, like this is bad for all the people who live in parts of the country with no or very few LGS because these are the kind of stores and, and not even to speak of all the kids and the parents who like go into the stores. They don't shop online for Pokemon cards. They just get them when they go in.
0: But yeah, it's like one of those things where you're like you're you're there and right. your kid tagged along with you all day, so you're and they were good, so you're like, I'm gonna buy yeah. them a pack of Pokemon cards.
1: But like even beyond that to like the slightly more dedicated individuals, but that that live in areas that don't have game stores, this is devastating, right? Like to think that like the only yeah it sucks yeah like the only way you can get stuff now is online, and you know that you're not going to be able to find it online with Target or Walmart because bots are going to get them all. The same way that bots crashed the Pokemon Center website. In Japan,
0: they yeah. They crashed the Pokemon oh, yeah. Center website in Japan and they ended right up now? buying all the Eevee Hero stock. And then we didn't even talk about this. This could have been something that yeah. we talked about. But Pokemon Japan said, All right, we're gonna make Eevee Heroes a lottery system now. Mm. Like we're gonna we're gonna cancel all these things and we're gonna make Eevee Heroes a lottery system. And- you know, it was it was a failed attempt at keeping away like the bots and whatnot. It's it's literally out of control.
1: Yeah, I, I- this is the biggest thing for me of like, I I worry that this whole situation and everybody keeps saying, oh, eventually COVID will be over and then there'll
0: be enough product. And
1: maybe, maybe it's nice to be optimistic. I don't think, I don't think even
0: with COVID going away that this is, that this problem is solved because like you see these, I mean, these people that are buying it, that are using bots and stuff, these are dedicated individuals, Yeah. right? They are more than likely Super like I know somebody in I know somebody in my partner's discord, you know, that like literally makes a living moving Pokemon cards and Pokemon product, literally scalping product. They make a living doing it. And I assume that there are so many people out there, you know, that are making this. I assume that a majority of people that this has been caused by are like making a living moving these cards or have made some sort of substantial income you know, income that is not affected by like COVID and stuff. I, like if it's affected by COVID, they're probably doing this full time.
1: I, I mean, like I, you know.
0: And I, why would you back out of a job like this, Sean? I, if your job was to resell Pokemon product on like eBay or wherever, that's a, f- that's a great job.
1: I, I to would be say honest, the reason- like
0: low key, like that's a, that's a banging job.
1: The reason you wouldn't stop doing this, right? And there are people who their job is actually just going around to targets of Walmarts, scrounging through inventory to find the types of stuff that resell for higher on eBay. Like that is an actual job, right? And the reason you would stop doing it is because the juice isn't worth the squeeze anymore. And I think it's getting to a point where I'm like, if I'm a scalper, like how much time do you spend and how much money do you actually make nowadays doing this? Because there does come a time when there's just not enough products to move that you can find at retail-ish to actually move after the fact.
0: Don't you think, though, in like a year that we would have already hit that hit that point? I mean... After a year? After Pokemon... After the Pokemon company like three months ago or two months ago post this, posted a statement of like we're going to try to put out more product in people's hands? Well,
1: I mean, they, they made the statement. Now, the one thing I will say is Shining Fates and uh, Champion's Path have actually come down and stabilized in price quite quite a bit. Um, Thank God. Like, ETBs for Shining Fates, which I think Shining Fates is a really good set. Um, Oh, yeah. Especially compared to something like Champion's Path. ETBs for that now, I'm seeing, like, at local game stores, which is already marked up, at only 75 bucks, which I'm like, the ETB is only 50. Getting it for 75
0: is actually not that bad. You get a promo in 10 packs, like
1: right and i'm like and sleeves
0: dividers dice
1: and like look that's a 50% markup which is not nothing but i think that's maybe the first sign that like things are going to start leveling out and that just means that pokemon has spent the first round of these reprints really focusing on the shining fates collection which means that as they should <laughs> well yeah and which which means that like you know maybe the next few waves we'll get some more vivid voltage battle styles into the mix. And those prices will come back down from 160 a box to like 120 a box. Right. Which is like, I don't think we're going to go back to the, the heydays of 80 to a hundred dollars a box. No, at, almost ever again. It's gone. But I think that it might start getting to the point now where the scalpers, their margins are going to start getting so low that, it becomes a volume game. And when you become a volume game in a world where there's a shortage of supply, you're out of business. So that, I think, might be the situation that we're slowly inching into.
0: I'm interested to see how the release of Chilling Rain goes. Um, I've heard both sides (laughs) of like distributors saying that there's going to be less product of Chilling Rain. And then I've also heard that Distributors are saying there's going to be more product of Chilling Rain than like battle styles. Um, So I'm very intrigued about how that is. But Sean, I want to leave on a positive. I want to congratulate the Pokemon company TPCI for handing out different content creators codes to give away on stream. They've been doing this thing. I know Celios has been doing it. I know Azul has been doing it. I think Tricky Jim was doing it too. Um, I don't know who else because I just haven't really been able to watch a lot lately. But I've heard about this new great thing that they're doing. And they're giving away these codes to these content creators to give away like on stream and stuff. And each code has five packs in it. And with the code, when you redeem it, you get... One of each pack of Sword and Shield era sets, so you get one oh, Sword and Shield cool. base, Rebel Clash, Darkness Ablaze, Vivid Voltage, <laughs> Battle Styles. <laughs> I like forgot. I, yes. Vivid Voltage seems like so long ago, and honestly, it wasn't a super impactful set. I mean, it had Nessa in it, but I I have four <laughs> Nessas, so I I don't have oh, to think about okay. getting Nessa now, anymore. Now you... Look, 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 Sean. Uh. I bought one for myself as a Christmas present for me. And mm-hmm. then my buddy down here in Indiana, Indianapolis, Kyle, my playing buddy, my good bud, my Pokemon bud, he bought me one for Christmas, not knowing that I bought myself one. Mm-hmm. And then um, somebody in my community bought me one. No, no, no. no. Some, some people ri- rallied up in my community for Christmas and bought me a Japanese Nessa and an oh. English Nessa and sent it to me. So I bought one Nessa for myself and didn't tell anybody about it. And then at the end of Christmas, I had four Nessas. So <laughs> I don't know how that happened. So but. H- how, what are your binders? Do you how many sleeves are in your binder?
1: Like page per page, nine? Uh, Do you have a nine? Oh
0: gosh, I the people on YouTube will be able to see this. My binder sleeves are like I think it's a twelve. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's a twelve. So like I have, I have like the pages. <laughs> What I'm hearing and I got then proxies for the ones that I don't have. What I'm hearing then, this is for Jake's Twitch
1: chat and also the Metapod people. Jake needs eight more Nessas.
0: To I, I gotta page. get the whole page. How much is Nessa right now? I'm pretty sure like she's at the lowest she's ever been. Maybe, but I'm I mean, she's got,
1: she's got probably that waifu tax.
0: Oh, yeah, um, I, she definitely has that waifu tax. She definitely does. She is $39, not the lowest she's ever been. She has is, she is trickled up ugh, okay. in price. So. I cannot buy eight, eight more Nessas, Nessas I'm going to be honest.
1: You can't do that, Jake? For your bae? No. For waifu Nessa? No. no. All
0: right. I, I did get, like, a government, I did, like, because I filed as an independent, I did get some government money, because they actually, when I filed as an independent, they actually gave me all the stimulus checks.
1: Oh, all at once?
0: Yeah, they gave it to me all oh. at once, and I've actually, I I've... I've done responsible things with it. I've, I've made, I opened a retirement fund and like I, I put, I put a lot of it in savings. What you're saying,
1: Jake is you have enough money to buy that thick metapod.
0: (laughs) I could technically buy the thick metapod, but like I've been, I've been buying a lot of stuff. Like I'm about to commission an emote or two. I'm going, I just uh, commissioned a a new profile picture. Like I, I bought a demon slayer, uh, not TCG, a, Demon Slayer, it's considered like a CC. Yeah, a No, it's not even a game. It's not even a game. It's just collectible cards. Mm-hmm. Um, And I just ordered a Jujutsu Kaisen metal card box that's going on. I just love, I've i done this before. Like we opened up a My Little Pony booster box. We opened up a Yu-Gi-Oh booster box. We opened up this Demon Slayer box. I just love opening up cards. Yeah. And like, I like Demon Slayer. I, I, I don't really know My Little Pony, but chat wanted me to open it but like i these these two shows Jujutsu kaisen and demon slayer i really lovely really love those have you seen death note by the way I have i'm not. really into anime I right do we can we talk about the anime that i've been watching uh, lately
1: we could briefly if you have one anime i've just been i've been watching through naruto for the first time so that's the oh, anime that that's I'm a watching.
0: good one so yeah okay some people are gonna judge me listening to this. This is a show for mature, it's labeled as for mature audiences. Mm-hmm. It it is called Is It Bad to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? The show is exactly what you think it is, but it's it's actually quite good. If you can get past the, you know, the 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 big anime melons and uh-huh. and the the typical like lover story like if you can get past that and you can get past the cheese it's actually a really really good show it's on hulu um i think it's on Crunchyroll as well you can watch it subbed or dubbed whatever i went through season one in an entire night 13 episodes are like 20 minute episodes i watched it all in one night because i was like it was recommended to me i i have a whole list of anime recommendations because i've been watching a lot more anime lately because i like it i like the style it's very nice and like the fight scenes are pretty good in it. Actually like the main character's plot and like character development is actually kind of cool and the way that they interact with some of the characters are really really nice. I really think you should watch it, Sean.
1: Well, uh I might get around to it. You know, there's another 700 <laughs> or 800 episodes of Naruto I need to make it through.
0: Look, with <laughs> Naruto, look, I there's just get a filler guide. Naruto has so many filler. I mean, I watched every episode okay. but like if you're worried about length just get a filler guide there's so many episodes that you can just skip because of filler
1: you know i, I want to watch them all i gotta catch them all jake that's my I respect that because me last, too
0: i gotta watch them all as
1: well last question before we go jake subbed or dubbed
0: i okay so this is weird because like i mm-hmm. watch mostly subbed mm-hmm. um i like so here's me for those of you that don't know when i do the metapod when I do the Metapod, I am talking to Sean about these topics. I have a Twitch stream pulled up. I'm refreshing Twitter. Like, a lot of times I'm fiddling with something in my hand like a deck of cards or this knob. I've been messing around with this knob lately during this stream. I have to, fo- I have, to have a lot of things going on in order to focus. So, like, having to watch the show but also hear the Japanese voice acting because the Japanese voice acting is usually phenomenal, in my opinion. Mm. I like it. It's very... Expressioned, like you can feel it you can feel the you can what
1: expressive dynamic
0: yeah you can like feel their expressions like you can feel it if you were just like close your eyes and then like having to also read subtitles like that's a lot of things for my brain to do and it works perfect because I pay attention okay throughout the entire thing but I do like watching Naruto um dubbed see yeah I do like Naruto dubbed
1: I will just I'm gonna drop this bomb and then we're gonna sign off I am a dub I'm a dub person. I'm trash. That's
0: okay, Sean, Because tra- you watch, you get me. your enjoyment however you want. I'm not gonna sit here and gatekeep it.
1: Come, come after me, anime Twitter. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're
0: gonna. <laughs> no, we're gonna head don't want to fight anime Twitter, Shot. No. Please, 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 <laughs> please stop. This is the last time we'll ever see Shot on the on the podcast.
1: Isn't there like a uh, a meme of like the guy from JoJo being like, "So you thought you could oh, challenge me?" No. So that that is that is me with anime
0: Twitter right now. Okay, bye oh everybody. Gosh. Sean, have a great rest of the day. Everybody else, you as well.